The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? No, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Time for your mailbag here, answering your questions on Fantasy Football Today. We've got emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. We've got your Apple Podcast questions. Thank you so much for those. Please please leave us a five-star review with your Apple Podcast question and a nice comment. That would be very nice as well. And we've got YouTube questions later in the show. And, of course, it's a Saturday mailbag, so that means the Fantasy Cops are hanging out. we got some good league disputes. Well, I don't know if the disputes are good, but the topics are good that we are going to settle on the show today, so we're looking forward to that. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. Usually you're going to hear Dan Schneier on these Saturday episodes, recording on Friday. Uh, He can give his terrible movie takes and whatever, but he is doing something. He's very busy. He always makes weekend plans. He's still in that stage of his life where he can make weekend plans, so he is not here. We do, Jamie, have a special guest that I am... I don't know if jealous is the right jealous is the right word. I am jealous of our guest because he won the DraftKings Millie, Millie Maker on Thursday night, and he is a CBS Sports staff member. He works for Sportsline. He's a DFS guy. He's going to give some gambling advice. His name is Jimmy Kaler. Huge night for you. Congratulations, Jimmy. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Yes, it was a very good night. It was um, unexpected, but very welcomed. All right, we got to guess his lineup. Six-player lineup, Jamie, with a captain on DraftKings. He didn't win the Millie Maker by himself. How many people ended up winning it? I haven't, I haven't seen the final total, but I'm, I'll say yeah, I'm not a millionaire. Uh, <laughs> okay. But we do. So there's going to be a little extra stake on Monday night because we were also playing for a uh, Tournament of Champions ticket. So the, those of us who tied, we were basically having a, a tiebreaker contest on Monday night for just us. Winner gets that Tournament of Champions ticket, which is, I think it's about 25K or so. Um, plus, it's, I mean, you win Tournament of Champions, you're kind of an instant legend. 
All right, you're all, you are already an instant legend. Uh, let's uh, let's try to. Well, guess. you've already won more money than Adam and I make doing this job. So you're right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, let's guess that lineup, Jamie. Six players. Who do you think was in that Thursday night lineup? Well, you should. I mean, he's not only uh, a winner; he's also a celebrity. He's a former college player. That's right. He must have had some insight. Where'd you play, Jimmy? I, I played at Colorado State, and then I actually, I didn't tell you guys this, I had a cup of tea with the Atlanta Falcons. So, um, Wow. Yeah, that's my claim to fame. <laughs> well, Maddie, and, it Maddie was. Ice and I were teammates for, for a little while. Who? What, who? Maddie Ice, Matt oh, Ryan. I know him. Wow, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jamie, let's guess that lineup. What won the, the prize last night? I'm going to guess uh, Josh Allen. Do we have to guess who was the captain? Yeah. I'm going to say you got to be a little different. So I'm going to say Bill's defense. Bill's DST was For in the sure. captain spot. Oh, in the captain spot. Okay. I have Diggs as the captain. That's my guess. But go ahead. You have who? My guess is Diggs was the captain. Captain. That's a good guess. All right. So Diggs, Allen, Bill's DST. Um, Gabe Davis had to be on Cooper there. Cup and Gabe Davis. And, and Cam Akers. <laughs> you're, you're See, the thing is, though, if you put the DST in the captain spot, you get to play the other players because the captain spot then... So, I'll tell you that, that is, you got that right. So oh. That was my captain. Okay, so what was your lineup? Okay, captain was Bills. Then I had Cooper Cup, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, and Isaiah McKenzie. Okay. All right, congrats. That's freaking awesome. So... Uh, give us some some DFS tips. Uh, you know what? How do you win a big tournament like this? So these these GPP things are tough because I I personally don't do them. I'm not a max entry guy. Um, this one I wasn't either, which is uh, pretty cool because you. I mean, I don't have 150 bullets like the other guys. So um, honestly, you got to be, be. When I make my lineups for these, I try to be different, and I'll leave money on the table too. It's that's the one thing I, I learned. I started actually winning some money in these things when I was like, you know, I, I don't have to spend my entire salary cap. I can leave, you know, seven, eight hundred. Even I mean, I think on this one, I'd have to pull it up. I think I left like eight hundred dollars on the table there, um, and it, it worked out. Just got got to find the values. And we have great content to help you out on Sportsline, you know, and it's it's really affordable. A uh, small monthly subscription for great DFS value uh, uh, content, fantasy content, and gambling. And that's uh, one thing that you focus on a lot, Jimmy, is gambling. Uh, what are some of your favorite plays this week? Oh, let me pull them up. I, I you know, I prepped some notes for this. I, uh, Saturday is usually my big uh, DFS prep day, and then I will, well, I'll hit the the uh, the betting markets on Sunday morning. Uh, right now, I can tell you. That I, I like the um, I like the Colts. I, I know they're laying seven. Uh, it's that's more of a an anti Texans statement. Um, <laughs> I, I don't I don't like what they have going on in Houston right now. Um, I'm actually I'm kind of high on the 49ers too. I, I'm not sold on Justin Fields yet. Uh, I'll be I'm going to back the Saints for sure. I I was just uh, reading up on them. We Friday, like I told you guys, Friday is our big our big day to get all of our marketing stuff out. Uh, they quietly, I think, had a pretty good off season. I mean, they Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, all healthy, ready to roll. Uh, Jameis Winston is a roller coaster, but he can do it. Uh, 
plus the Falcons are, they're just, they're not there yet. Um, so th- those are probably my, my top likes right now. Um, and that could get behind the Titans as well. That's again, more of an indictment on where the giants are than really what I like. I don't, not that I like what they're doing. Um, yeah, those are my, those are my big ones. And I'll be, I'll be paying close attention as a Bronco fan on Monday night and given my, my extra, you know, stake involved there. So those are, those are the games I'm watching. Thank you very much for your time. Congratulations. And everybody, please check out sportsline.com for fantastic content. And he's not the only sportsline.com member who's, you know, one big in DFS. There's just like DFS true experts on that website. So, Jimmy, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right. All right, so let's back get back to uh, to the poorhouse here. Jamie and I are going to talk to you about... Uh, I won $3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lost $10 on the Rams. I was like, am I going to bet their money line? Or no, I'll just take the points. You know, what am I going to do with my $9 winning? Oh, no, they lost by 21 points. Uh, so anyway, uh, here we go with the rest of our show. We've got <laughs> CBS Sports HQ live 10 a.m. Eastern till kickoff on Sunday. Check it out on the CBS Sports app. We've got a YouTube live stream at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday, right up until kickoff. Check that out, youtube.com slash today. Chris Godwin is going to be, it seems like a true game-time decision, at least very late in the day. So don't think by the time you set your lineups, you're going to know about Chris Godwin. So, Jamie, we got to sit Chris Godwin, right? I would plan to sit him, yeah. I don't think you can trust him at this point because if he does play, he's probably going to be on a snap count. Now, we always get you know, weird snap count stories of he's going to be on a snap count. Well, we needed him. So we played, or he's going to be on a snap count, but we'll see how the game goes and he plays two snaps. You know I mean? It goes, it can go either way, but if I'm the bucks and I know that I have Tom Brady and an opportunity to play for the super bowl, I am not risking Chris Godwin being out there in the first week of the season, coming back from an ACL tear and knowing that he could suffer a setback and miss him for weeks. So I would probably be cautious of Chris Godwin. All right, and we've got Deontay Johnson saying he is going to play. Is he a must-start? I think so. You know, I don't. I don't think many people drafted him to say I'm going to bench him for uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, a player like that. You know, no disrespect to MVS, but you know, just a player that was drafted later over over Deontay Johnson. So he may not be at 100. percent That's obviously something you have to keep an eye on. But the fact that he's going to play in a game that uh, I think the Steelers may be chasing points, they're, they're I think what a touchdown underdog. Um, it, uh, it's probably going to be, you know, Deontay Johnson getting, getting a good amount of targets. Colts linebacker Shaquille Leonard is out for week one, a boost for Damian Pierce. Rondell Moore, 50-50 to play in week one. I was surprised by that. So I guess that hamstring injury, not as bad as it could have been. Alan, Alan Lazard mispracticed again on Friday, so not looking great for him. Sterling Shepard is apparently going to be a game-time decision. I thought he was going to play. Uh, okay, we'll see. Uh, Drake London still uncertain. Hopefully we will know on Saturday. Cleveland cornerback Greedy Williams is going to miss some time. And Logan Thomas, tight end for the Commanders, is questionable. Anything else, Jamie? Not that I've seen yet. Uh, you said Greedy Williams? I did, yeah. Um, Alexander Madison missed practice with a personal situation. Just something to keep an eye on there. Maybe you know the fact that they had talked about some more touches for a second running back. Maybe it's Noagnu now if Madison doesn't play. Or maybe it's just all what we typically see, which is Dalvin Cook. So that's hmm. something to monitor. 
Okay, time for Apple Podcast questions. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a little comment to tell everybody why you love the show. That helps people, that helps people, you know, who are browsing say, all right, I'm going to give fantasy football today a shot. We'd really appreciate your help there. And then, of course, your question. This one, this one comes from the one and only standard scoring league. Uh, flex, Michael Thomas or Chris Godwin? Oh, boy. I mean, at least Thomas, you'll know before Godwin plays. So just have a backup plan in place for both. All right, from Sam. Jimmy Pearson. made it sound, though, like Thomas was playing. I was trying to find something on that. Who said that? Who did? Jimmy. Oh, yeah. I'm. He keeps practicing. I don't know. He seems... I mean, the fact that he's been practicing on a limited basis should make it seem like he's going to be out there. So right. that's, that's a good thing. Uh, from Sam Pearson, pick two for week one. Hollywood Brown, DK Metcalf, Antonio Gibson, Robert Woods, Kadarius Tony. Only two? Yep. Marquise Brown and Antonio Gibson. From me, 619. Hey, Mike, Jason, Trey, and Billy Joe. Hmm. Well, Billy Joe is Green Day. Are they all Green Day? Maybe. Yeah, I think they're all Green Day. Not a fan. What? They're fine. I don't know. I never really liked them. Actually, uh, I haven't listened to Green Day in a while, and for whatever reason, it just popped in my head, and I was doing the dishes, and I had the Echo playing just Green Day on, on a loop. The same song? No. Oh. Songs by Green Day. That's Well, that's not bad. Oh, look, there are plenty of songs I like. I just I would never see them in concert. Would you start Cortland Sutton or DJ Moore? What do you think? Uh, Sutton. I like both, but oh, Sutton. Okay. From Trenton, this question is for Adam. You've been so high on Justin Herbert, who's usually the second quarterback drafted, but very low on Joe Burrow, who's usually the sixth or seventh quarterback drafted. Both are in their third year. I'd argue Burrow has more talent around him. Also argue Burrow is the better quarterback, but I think it's fair to say they're comparable. Why are you so high on Herbert and so low on Burrow? Do you think I'm low on Burrow, Jamie? I don't think you're low on Burrow. I don't think any of us were low on Burrow from a playing standpoint. We were low on Burrow from why is he being drafted as a top six quarterback? That's what was yeah. our concern. Right. That's that's why I brought it. I, I, it's a little frustrating when this happens because, you know, I'm actually, I think I was the highest guy on Joe Burrow on the show. But all of us said, and maybe I said it enough times, Joe Burrow was being drafted too early. So maybe it seemed like I was low on Burrow. However, I will bring up a Twitter poll that I posted months ago. Who do you think is better? This is the question. It was not from a fantasy standpoint. Who do you think is a better quarterback, Burrow or Herbert? And Justin Herbert got 75% of the votes. And I would have voted for him too. And Burrow had this, this season, all of the metrics, the basic metrics, the advanced metrics, basically said he was the best quarterback in football. Um, if not number one, then number two or number three. And no, I don't really think very many people think that he's better than Herbert. So I'm waiting for Herbert to just explode this year. I'm, I think it's going to happen. Uh, More than he did last year? Yeah. Yep. 5,300 yards, 50 touchdowns. He's the fantasy MVP. Okay. That's bold. my bold prediction. I just, you know what? He's going to have one of those stupid years. He's going to have one of those Lamar Jackson 2020 year or 2019 years, one of those Mahomes 2018 years. And I feel like this is, like, everything lines up for him to do it. All right. From Sean Ellis, 19. I think this was a... 
Oh, this is a funny question. What is your opinion on reading the draft recap? Is it worth it? Is it just not healthy? Does it not matter? Uh, I guess he didn't get a very good grade on the, mm-hmm. in the draft recap. What's your thoughts on that? So I have a probably a different perspective than most because I don't I draft off my rankings, you know, my my own personal opinions, and my rankings don't match up with our projections. And those draft recaps on CBS are based on the projections. And so, you know, like I always get uh, middle of the pack or low grade in every league where I take Naeem Hines because I'm higher on Hines than our projections are. So that's one that always, you drafted Naeem Hines 15 spots before you should have <laughs> yeah. gone, you know. Right. Um, or because I wait on a quarterback and I end up taking Kirk Cousins, we thought you should have taken Josh Allen at this point in the draft and you passed on him for your fifth running back. You know, it's like one of those <laughs> situations. So like for me, that's always the, the way that it ends up. Um, I think what would be funnier though is if you save those emails and then you go back and you match up the draft grades to the, you know, uh, records and how everybody finishes. Yeah, yeah. And, and see how close they were. Don't sweat them. They're they're really just for fun. My favorite part of right. the CBS draft emails are when they tell you you had the second most value available to you or the second least, you know, the third least value available to you. Um, those are kind of cool tidbits. Yeah. All right, we have a few pl- uh, people who want us to grade their team. I'll allow it just because you gave us a five-star review. 12-team PPR league from the Puma 51. Grade this team. A plus. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, I don't know. Cousins, Mixon, and Kamara. McLaurin, DJ Moore, Gerald Everett. B plus. And from Fool's Karma, 12 teams, PPR, eight bench spots. He went kind of a zero RB. Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Kyle Pitts, DJ Moore were his first four picks. A.J. Dillon, Chase Edmonds, Gabe Davis, Naeem Hines, Ken Gainwell, and Aaron Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, though. A plus. Okay. Good job. Zero RB can work. And let's take a quick break. It's funny, though, like, that's a 12-team league? Yeah. Huh? Yep. So to get Dylan and Edmonds is pretty impressive. In rounds five and six. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to settle your league disputes, read your emails, and get your YouTube questions in there. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football Today. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, everybody. Can I I admit something? Yes, please. I just I just farted during the break. No, you did not. I did. And I wasn't even there to see it. 
Uh, it's a well, I don't know how many farts you've actually seen. <laughs> That's really disgusting, Jamie. It's really disgusting. I mean, but you know, look, our audience—they like us. <laughs> There's nobody else in the room with me. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't even imagine. Like now, every time you do your Peloton read, I'm just gonna think about how many times you're just breaking wind while running. Just while it running, run. yeah, on your Peloton. Well, you ride on the Peloton. Oh, sorry, while riding. That's what I meant. I'm like, on the treadmill. I'm never going on that seat. Um, I have farted while I've ridden the Peloton. <laughs> Good to know. All right, let's get <laughs> let's get on with it. This is from Vincent. Send your emails to fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Please put fantasy cops in the subject line. Vincent is a co-commissioner of a work league that's been around for 20 plus years. And we use a cheat sheet app that I've always used for a few years now. We've been pretty good about people attending draft days, whether it's taking a point from work on a personal day, vacation days, sick days, and so forth, just to make the draft. I like that. But we have this one guy named Jason that since he knew I've had an app that I could actually invite him in to draft along with my cheat sheet, I've noticed he stopped showing up or something always comes up. So this last draft, we had issues with the app and it was his turn to pick. He texted me Lamar on his second pick. So I rushed up to put his name in the board and everyone was excited about that since he reached for Lamar Jackson. And the next guy immediately put up Alvin Kamara. And then I get a text back from Jason. It says, what the hell? I said, why Lamar? I texted Kamara, which I didn't realize then. I said, you texted Lamar. And I said, and said his phone auto-corrected and put oh. Lamar instead of Kamara. <laughs> I put a stop to the draft and I asked if it was okay to correct it. And obviously the guy after him was furious because he thought he had a steal. And he said, that's messed up, but that guy should show up next year. And if he doesn't, I'm out. So are other people behind him. I kind of agreed with him, but I don't know what to do with Jason. He's a great manager to have in leagues because he's active until the end, active until the end, but just doesn't show up. What would you guys do? All right. So he tried to get Kamara. It autocorrected to Lamar Jackson. The guy right after him picked Kamara. What do you do? I mean, I've dealt with this a lot with a certain person on our staff that continues to miss drafts all the time. <laughs> Never had the situation where they auto or uh, auto corrected something in the text. Um, I think first off, stopping it, and letting letting them have Vic is fine. Usually, what I end up doing is you can you can we'll back it out, but you can't take the player that was just drafted because like it's kind of a crappy thing to do to the person that. Had the pick. Now, but he granted, said he said he was going to take him. But there's no proof of that because he sent the wrong name. But like I believe it. Say, I believe it. I, I would do it in this case, but it's not like you know he wanted Cortland Sutton and it came out Lamar. You know? Right, right, right. Um, so in this case, yes. But that, I'm just telling you what I what I typically try to do is, especially like when you get one of those that it's two or three picks ahead and like whoa, whoa, whoa I got got auto picked or something, and you back it out. Um, I do think that if everybody shows up to the draft and that's a point of contention for this one person not showing up, that you make it pretty clear. You're not at the draft next year. You're not in the league. Uh, Alonzo says, Jamie, join my poo-poo R league. Ramiro says, <laughs> Jamie makes passing gas seem so effortless. Yeah, yeah, you, you do. Good job. All right, so that's... Uh, I mean, it's like I'm going to lift my leg on the air. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to when nobody else is around, you just you do lift your leg every time. Oh, of course. All right. 
two questions here for the Fantasy Cops. I don't have a name on this one. I'm sorry. Okay, here it is. My league is in desperate need of the Fantasy Cops. On Thursday night, we encountered an issue where a trade went through shortly after game time. One manager, the Cam Akers manager, accepted a trade to receive Daryl Henderson and giving up Kareem Hunt. This trade was done after the Akers manager saw that Henderson was starting the game. But now the Henderson manager wants the trade to be overturned. We play on ESPN, and the Henderson manager claims that he thought the trade would expire once the game started. However, ESPN does not cancel trades unless they are sitting unanswered for three days. They also allow trades to go through at any time, regardless of if the game was already already started that week and involved the two players. So I have two questions for you. Should this trade be overturned, giving up uh, Kareem Hunt for Daryl Henderson? And is it unethical to accept this trade after the game starts, or is the Henderson manager simply at fault and needs to be more aware of the rules and cancel the trade he offered once the game starts? I agree with the latter. I think the manager needs to be aware of what the rules are. Um, so the person who got Kareem Hunt is upset because Henderson started the game? Yeah. We'd probably just tell you to take the trade. and <laughs> I would take the trade. Kareem I mean, Hunt. <laughs> next week it could be Akers as a guy. And you'd be really upset if, like, what happens if Nick Chubb gets hurt? So let's play this out, right? This is still being contended amongst the, the two managers. We get to Sunday. There's no resolution. Nick Chubb gets hurt. Now you have Kareem Hunt. Yeah, but, so what, if say, right, have, but what if he doesn't get hurt? I mean, he's not hurt right now. No, I'm saying, though, but what, what happens if it's not resolved? Are you going to say, oh, no, I, I, right. I really want... Right. You then go you, back on that. Exactly. You got to make a decision soon. Like you got to make a decision. I, I think you got to allow the trade to stand as it is. Uh, I mean, this sucks because I really think this is a. In my opinion, it's a bad system. I don't mean to crap on on ESPN. Uh, I don't play on it's ESPN. Not, there are other sites that do this. Yeah. Even. Right. Right. And it's a preference, but I don't think that trades should be should be allowed once a player's game has started um so and i also don't think personally i know jamie you said this but i don't think it's fair to say it's on the manager to cancel the trade because like what if you're out and about and don't have time to cancel the trade as soon as the game starts or what if you just forget about it uh i i think that it's kind of crappy to to accept a trade when you know the circumstances of the trade have have changed like i like for example if this, this, let's say it was Wednesday. Let's say this trade offer was made on Wednesday, Kareem Hunt for Daryl Henderson. And let's say Kareem Hunt got hurt. And the, uh, or, or, um, and then the, uh, no, no, sorry. Let's say Daryl Henderson got hurt. And the Daryl Henderson manager accepted the trade really quickly. As soon as he saw a notification on his app or something that said Daryl Henderson got hurt. I think that's shady too. Like, like I wouldn't do that. I would say, hey, do you still want to make this trade? And obviously the answer would be no. So I, I think it's wrong to have accepted the trade. Uh, you're basically trying to pull one over on the other manager, even though I don't think you made a good trade. <laughs> but um, So I would I would probably just veto the trade, but I'm, I'm guessing I'm in the minority there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think first off, you got to review the policy of what trades are allowed. You know, So there should be the person who felt like the trade should not be uh, allowed to go through because the game had already started. Well, that's the policy of the league you play on. You should probably talk to the commissioner and put it to a vote. The trade should not be allowed once gameplay is, is actually happening. So that'd be the first thing I would do. But I mean, the commissioner should, should make a decision. And if yeah. the, the decision is 
the game started. You don't have the ability to make the trade. Now, again, it's, there's so many ways it could have played out, though. Okay, you accept the trade in an underhanded move if that was the way it was because you saw that Henderson was starting. And then what happens if Henderson got two carries and then decided the Rams decided the Dakers were going to be the guy the rest of the way? You know, like you wouldn't be having these these feelings that way. No, I think personally, I think you should make a rule. Once a game starts, you can't. Well, I, I don't know actually. Like once a game starts, you can't trade for a player and start him that week. But you could, that's for sure. You could trade like like you could trade for Cam Akers right now. Why not? And have him on your. Yeah, I guess I'm wrong about that. Maybe I. Maybe but I don't think I, I think I think your point is you shouldn't be allowed to make trades while the game is actually happening. Ah, <laughs> oh, gosh, you know what? I really don't know. Because obviously, like, for obviously example, it should it should be reflected in your week two lineup, not your week one or roster, not your week one roster. Yeah, that's for sure. But if you said, "All right, I'm watching this game." The Cam Akers manager is panicking right now. I'm going to send a trade offer right now for Cam Akers. Why should that not be allowed? Why should you have to wait until, you know, Tuesday or something for that? I agree. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm called Fantasy Costum myself. <laughs> the, pro- the biggest issue I have is, like, this kind of sneaky, like, ooh, I'm- I got you. I'm going to accept this trade because some circumstances have changed. Well, I mean, like, I- I'll give you an example. In-, in the Dynasty League, I was shopping around Zach Moss because I didn't want to drop him. And I was trying to make the deal happen before the game started. And the minute that the game started, I pulled all the offers because I didn't yeah. know how it was going to unfold. And I'm glad I did because I was just basically giving him away um, for something to help me. This is a tough one. I'm going to say the commissioner has full authority here. Do whatever you feel is best. And I'm taking the fantasy cops out of the equation. All right, from a town in West Virginia uh, that was founded 14 years before the Declaration of Independence. Google says that is Wheeling, West Virginia. Uh, good morning, Blair, Windows, Childs, and McReady. Those are characters from the movie The Thing. Oh, I never would have gotten that. All right, I've been in a half-point 10-team PPR league for the last 10 years. Two-time champion. We do a $50 buy-in with payouts to the top three spots, and we usually have $100 left over to pay for food at the in-person draft. Each year, we ask for the payout structure, um, but the fee for the food is never mentioned until after the draft. It's 100 bucks, so I usually don't say anything. Whatever. Myself and now four others in this 10-team PPR league now live out of state and do not attend in-person drafts, so we've been using the app for the last four years. The commissioner of the league this year decided to invite three more people and extend our league to 13 teams, bringing our, bringing our total buy-in to $650. Before the draft, I asked about the payoffs, the payout structure. The commission skirted the question. Now that the Rams-Bills game is over, the, commissioner, the question came up again. The commissioner didn't answer, so I provided the structure I use for my 12-team league. The commissioner comes back and says that the food for those who attended the draft in person was $300. $300. That would be for what, like eight people? Um... Seems highly unlikely since half the league wasn't there, not to mention the amount of money he says it costs and incredibly unfair to those who live remotely. No matter, it's highly suspect. My spidey senses tell me he's skimming off the top to fund his own dues or just pocket the money. What can be done in the future to convince him that his assumption to fund the draft should have a limit? Should I call him out on the $300 for a barbecue which half of the league did not attend and for not consulting the league first before going over the budget? If so, how? 
Like George McFly, I'm just not very good at confrontations. That's a tough one. That is ridiculous. Oh, you cannot boy. take half of the damn league dues and spend it on your in-person draft for eight people. You cannot do that. I want his no. credit card receipts. I want, you know, I want to see, I want to see itemized why this came out to three hundred dollars. I want the credit card. We're subpoenaing the credit card receipts. Yeah, it's messy because you know you have people that attended. You have obviously three new people in the league that you know are are having to you know also deal deal with this. <laughs> um, I think you just have to make it a rule that for people who attend in person drafts, it doesn't come from the 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 player pool, the pot. Yeah, come on. What, like you can, if you went out to dinner with your friends or your family, you're not taking it from a pool of <laughs> people who aren't there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it was more reasonable said, yeah. when it was a hundred bucks, but three hundred bucks, like you're not paying for, you're not playing for anything now. A three hundred and fifty dollar prize for thirteen people, right. like it's such, it's so small, and it takes away some of the fun in the league for people. Um, now that being said, I mean I play in a lot of free leagues. I'm not saying you have to play for money, but obviously they want to. So I think that's too much. And I would make a stink. I would say, like, justify this. What did you spend it on? How could you do that? Why are you taking all this money from the prize pool? I would be pretty pissed. I actually agree. Like, I, I would be pretty steamed about it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I know how you would get, though. <laughs> I, I probably, I mean, to, to be honest with you, I don't think I would do that myself because I also don't like confrontation. But I'm giving you the, in my mind, I would be very mad. I would be mad. I don't know that I would actually say anything because I also don't like confrontations, but I am giving you the green light to go get him. Confront him. Subpoena the credit card records. Let's read your emails at fantasyfootball.cbsi.com. This is from Nick, non-PPR, Swift or Gibson? It's close. I still go Swift, though. From Brian, start a flex. Josh Jacobs, Christian Kirk. A.J. Dillon, Rashad Bateman, and Chase Claypool. Format? Doesn't say. PPR, I'd go Kirk. Half PPR, I'd go Dillon. Non-PPR, I'd go Dillon. Over Jacobs? Yes. This is from, from Paul. Is it time to just admit that the Rams can't run the ball? Seems like since the peak girly years, the Rams run game has been painful to watch. Um, You know... Weren't they okay running the ball in the middle of the season last year? Yeah. Not great, but okay. No, before Daryl Henderson's injury, he was a top 15 running back. Wasn't a great running back, but that's, you know, he was top 15. And then Sony Michelle was getting a ton of work. He was, he finished pretty strong. Uh, and then Akers was terrible. They're not going to be the Titans. They're not going to be the Colts. You know, they're not going to be a team that's going to beat you running the ball. But yes, it's it could be better. And I, I just think, you know, when you look at this, they didn't play in the preseason together. Stafford missed time. It's a brand new offensive line with lots of moving parts. They played arguably the best team in football with one of the best defensive lines in football. Like, let's see what they look like next week. Let's go ahead and look up that box score of the Packers Saints week one. Aaron Jones had like seven yards, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, it was an absolute slaughter. 38 to three was the score. And. Aaron Rodgers had his the I believe it was the worst game of his career. He had a 36.8 passer rating. He threw for 133 yards. Aaron Jones had five carries for nine yards and two catches for 13 yards. Devontae Adams had 56 we, we, yards. We just we overreact sometimes too much. 
Yeah, now this is a fair point because it has been three years in a row where they haven't really had a good running game. And the last year of Todd Gurley yeah. wasn't good. I, I think I'm more referring to the Allen Robinson stuff than I am the Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson stuff. Do you think like, I overreacted with what I said on HQ? <clears throat> and I'll, I'll tell everybody what player. I said. I said that I think that Allen Robinson, is, that we overdrafted him and that he's going to be more of a flex instead of an easy number two wide receiver. And my reasoning for that was uh, Cooper Cup. I mean, I think when you drafted Allen Robinson to be like a surefire number two wide receiver, you're expecting Cooper T- Cup to take a step back. I know it was just one game, but I really don't think he's going to take that big of a step back. I don't think he's going to have 1,900 yards, but he'd still be my pick for wide receiver one. I still think he's going to dominate targets. I just don't think Allen Robinson is really going to be able to consistently contribute. I think he's going to be a frustrating player, certainly a buy low, but I am worried about him. He averaged 34 yards per game last year, and I think like he's going to be inconsistent, and we're going to be talking about him from starter sit every single week. Is that an overreaction? I don't think that's a terrible take. Um, and I don't think you're far off from probably what the reality is because I think when you looked at it, you know, were we overdrafting Allen Robinson? Maybe we were, but I don't think his ADP is reflective of that. Correct. You know, and so I think that's kind of, you have to balance that a little bit. Um, I also think like, you know, I was thinking about this just in terms of Gabe Davis and, and Allen Robinson. For me, they were about six or seven spots apart in my rankings because I was with Davis at 24, 25 and I had Robinson about 17, 18. Um, so that's one that I'll probably end up regretting, but I also just think like Stafford didn't practice very much because of his elbow and no preseason for a guy that just joined the team and the bills while they were down their corners, which is what I know you liked the Rams yeah, in this game. And I, I like down Robinson in this game was, I thought that that's a matchup. They, could play. they had no time. No and time. you know, the offensive line was, was a disaster. You know, this was something that we talked about with acres in the preseason. Uh, but I believe Pro Football Focus, I think I said that to you, you know, had the Rams ranked like middle of the pack. You know, we thought it was going to be maybe even worse than that. So I just think, like, you you, you don't want to say automatically, A, they can't run the ball. And, yes, there's a sample size of them not running the ball, but that's not the game I would judge it. And, B, that Allen Robinson is is washed up because of what that looked like. So let's let's give it another week. Let's see what happens next week. If, if it's If that's the case... I'll take the L that he's he's that bad and 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 maybe that the Rams can't run the ball, but I think they're gonna be a lot better. Jamie, I have a uh, this is from Renee. I have St. Brown. Should I trade him for Allen Robinson in a non PPR league? I think maybe give it a week to see what St. Brown looks like, but that's not a bad trade in my mind because the touchdown should favor Allen Robinson. Yeah, it really should. Okay, uh, again, back, we'll get back to your YouTube questions in a little bit. Here's another email. And the reason um, I say wait a week, because if, if St. Brown comes out and has a great game, you could get better than Allen Robinson. Yeah, and, and there's basically, if St. Brown has a bad game, you can still get Allen Robinson. <laughs> right. right. If you're targeting Robinson, you don't need your guy to have a good game. Uh, from Justin, who do I start at my flex spot? Michael Thomas, Rashad Bateman, A.J. Dillon, Rashad Penny. I think Dillon, even if Thomas plays. Dillon? Yeah. From Joe, Joe Burrow or Tom Brady? Please make a trade. <laughs> Alleviate yourself from this headache. Tom Brady. From Harry, 10-team, three-receiver PPR Superflex. He's a little weak at quarterback. He's wondering if he should start a, a uh, wide receiver at Superflex. We have to start five of these players. Mike Evans, Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks, Cortland Sutton, 
Carson Wentz, Justin Fields, Damian Pierce, and Rashad Penny. Okay, so we've got Wentz and Fields at quarterback. It's PPR. I don't know if it's four or six point per passing touchdown. Well, uh, hold on, though. Is Wentz or Fields both quarterbacks or only one quarterback that we're deciding for Superflex? I have no I'm going to guess that's the case, though, because you have to start one quarterback, so I don't, I don't know why we'd list both those. Okay, so he does have to start three receivers. So why don't we start with that? Evans, Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Cooks, and Sutton. Who are your three? Evans, Williams, and Sutton. Sutton. Okay, so that leaves DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks, Carson Wentz, Justin Fields, Rashad Penny, and Damian Pierce for two spots. Or so Wentz, Wentz is going to be a start. Play Fields rather. DJ Moore for one of the spots. And Fields for the other spot. Okay. Uh, Cody says, if Tyler Conklin scores 20 PPR points this weekend, can I have a job? Nobody in the industry is talking about Tyler Conklin, and I am starting him. I actually have a decision to make on Conklin in a dynasty league where I was planning to start Rondell Moore. And so really it comes down to, do I want to replace Rondell Moore with Garrett Wilson or Tyler Conklin? And I would probably replace him with Conklin. You can have Jamie's job if Tyler Conklin scores 20 PPR points this week. I will not co-sign that, but maybe. <laughs> he will fart on that. Jose says, <laughs> pick two PPR. Miles Sanders, Rashad Penny, Damian Harris, Brees Hall. Needs two? Yep. The first two. This is from Dominico. 10-team standard scoring league, start two. DJ Moore, Marquise Brown, Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton and Marquise Brown. From jo- Josh B. <sighs> Who do I drop to pick up a kicker? Uh, I'm guessing he can't drop James Cook anymore. James Cook, Josh Palmer, Jahan Dotson, or Wandale Robinson. This is a keeper league. Oh, boy. James Cook, Josh Palmer, uh, Jahan Dotson, Wandale Robinson. The one that has probably the least likely to be dominant is probably Wandale Robinson, right? Oh, I'm dropping Wandale. You drop Wandale? Oh, yeah. The only thing is, like, I can see Palmer not doing much, you know, just because of where he is on the depth chart for that team. Yeah. Like, Wandale could be the best Giants receiver this weekend. Wouldn't surprise me. It would surprise me, I think, quite a bit. Um, it's a keeper league, and I, I think I'd rather have Josh Palmer than Wandale Robinson in a keeper league. Well, the idea would be as if, you know, they move on from Keenan Allen next year for some reason. Right. Josh Palmer could be a superstar. So that's why I wouldn't want make let him get free. Yeah, look, I don't know what to make of Wandale Robinson. Uh, he was terrific last year at Kentucky. He's very small. I think the Giants will have a new quarterback next year. It will probably be two years before they have a good passing offense. Uh, so I'd, I'd drop him. From Patrick, 10 team full PP, 12 team full PPR. Brandon Cooks or AJ Dillon at Flex? That's a tough but just, one. Just to go back to that, though, and, and obviously factoring Cook in a keeper situation as well. Drop Wandale before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drop Wandale uh, before, you know, on Saturday so nobody else can pick him up. And then in the event that he has a good game, at least you have a chance to get him back. If he has a bad game, you can obviously get him back a little easier and then you make a decision you want to drop Cook or Wandale. Very funny team name from Big Tips, A Fish Called Wandale. And Cousin Ernest on Twitter, on YouTube, sorry, says, hit the like button. 
I agree. Let's do it, man. Okay, it's time for you, YouTube. Time for you to sh- to. Well, you shine. asked me a question and I didn't answer it. What was your question? What was the question? It was after the the Wandale one. There was, you started answering. I interrupted you. What was I saying? Oh, 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 oh. Brandon Cooks or AJ Dillon? PPR. Uh, Dillon. Okay. All right, let's get to YouTube here for five minutes. Pick one in PPR: Miles Sanders, Chase Edmonds, or Michael Carter. Edmonds. David Montgomery, Darnell Mooney, Juju, and Bateman. Give me two. Juju and Mooney. Would you drop Isaiah McKenzie for a kicker? You can still do that. Not on CBS, but in some leagues you can. Yeah. Uh, Would you start Ertz if he plays or Irv Smith? Probably Ertz. Sanders or Bateman in flex, half PPR? Miles Sanders. Woods, Devontae Smith, or George Pickens for flex? Devontae Smith. Pick one in half PPR. Dylan, Bateman, Edmund. Did I already do this one? I don't think so. Nope. Dylan, Bateman, Edmonds, or Pierce, half PPR? Uh, Pierce. That says full PPR, though. Yeah, but I said half PPR. Oh, Pierce. No, I'm just it, it should be full PPR. I don't know why I said half PPR. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Thomas, Brandon Ayuk, or Brees Hall, PPR. It's really close between Ayuk and Thomas, but I think if Thomas plays, you go with him. My back is really hurting me, Jamie. I don't know how much longer I can go. That's not even a joke. You have to fart. I think I'm gonna have to stand up. I'm gonna sit like Oh, you're farting. I know. I'm it. not farting, Jamie. I know that you like you think you're an expert now, but I'm not doing that. Uh Woods Devon. You want to know another secret? This one. What? I fart during the show all the time. <laughs> Wait, which show? Your show. The podcast. Okay. You can't do that on set. No, I would never do that with another person in the room. <laughs> Gibson or Bateman, PPR? Uh, Gibson. Uh, is it worth getting a backup for Matthew Stafford or was week one a fluke? Baker Mayfield and Matt Ryan are the best on waivers. I mean, it's probably not a bad idea, you know, just knowing that he struggled and the offensive line was bad. But, you know, is he going to do that against Atlanta? They're going to have 10 days to, you're fine. They're going to have 10 days to to figure it out. And I think they'll be much better. Alan Lazard is doubtful, by the way. He's not going to play. Yeah. Uh, Half PPR, Montgomery, Mooney, Elijah Moore, or Kirk? Uh, let's go with Kirk. Michael Thomas, Brandon Ayuk, or Brees Hall, PPR. That's the one. I'll go Thomas. Michael- as long as play. <laughs> Brees Hall or Rashad Petty? Petty. Sky Moore or Josh Palmer? Uh, Sky Moore. Anybody can make a team name that somehow involves Jamie's flatulence. Please do. Uh, that we can end the show with that. Ingram or Ertz? I fart when I pee. Um, uh, Ingram why is everybody so high on AJ Dillon with Aaron Jones playing because Noah Lazard means they're going to be heavily involved in the passing game over 13 and a half receiving yards for uh, AJ Dillon bet everything the, on. the better one is over two and a half catches I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the bets right now I'm going on okay. my app let's do it my Caesars app Thielen or Juju PPR half PPR Juju. Okay. Uh, Chris, no, we did that. 
did that. Stevenson or Brees Hall? Uh, Stevenson. Okay. And last one, Brandon Cooks or Christian Kirk? Cooks. Okay. Who are the Gators playing this week? You probably don't even know. Kentucky. Oh, you do know. Oh, you can do some scouting, little Will Levis scouting. I think he throws the ball weird. He's, he's going to be a first-round pick, it seems. I think he's got a very f- weird throwing motion, Kentucky's quarterback. Both quarterbacks. Oh, this is a big, big NFL scout game here, Gators and uh, Kentucky. So I'll be watching that. I'm sure it's at 7 o'clock. Miami got? Uh, Miami has uh, uh, what the, middle t- uh, Southern Miss. Southern Miss. They're terrible. But they have Frank Gore Jr. on the team. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Thanks so much. Uh, enjoy college football. Enjoy NFL football. We have a show dropping Monday or Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern or so. Give you some injury updates, five-minute show. And then, of course, about 8 p.m. Eastern midnight, we'll be recording. That should be published around 10, 10, 15 p.m. Eastern. Did I say midnight? What the hell? What, what am I yep. saying? What am I saying? Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern uh, on Sunday night. We'll get that published around 10.15, but we're going to start recording around 8 p.m. to recap the Sunday games. Goodbye, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.